Ho, ho, ho. Now I have a machine gun in sports betting. And that machine gun is my bookie. Whether you are new to online sports betting or a seasoned pro, my bookie strives to give you the absolute best online betting experience. And the good news is that my bookie is in a giving mood this holiday season. Sign up now. Make your deposit using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN and my bookie will match you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll. You put in 200, you get an extra $100 to play with. Treat yourself to some extra cash in your pocket this holiday season. Support degeneracy at the same time. It's not just winter season, it is winning season. So bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Thursday night, which means I'm talking to the Sex Panther. What's going on, man? Oh, you know, we're just doing that deal where we try and squeeze it in on Thursday night, trying to, um, you know, just give the DGENs all the action, all the bets, all the games, much better than last week. Like, we actually have some real games to talk about, um, conference championships, playoff implications, all that stuff. So, hopefully, something good for the DGENs tonight. Yeah, hopefully. Although, this is the stage in the season where it's probably the hardest to actually bet the games. Like <laughs> this is a, this is a very difficult time of year, at least for me. It, it can be, I think with the, um, the COVID stuff and then missing some of these teams, missing games, some of them haven't played in like a month. And then after play this way, like it's just been a crazy year. Um, one of the things I'm sure we'll talk about when we get into these games, though, the totals, the totals are extremely high for this weekend. Yeah. I found that um, pretty uh, tantalizing, really. So uh, <laughs> I'm sure you'll have a take. I know you love the college football totals. Who doesn't? All right. Well, let's get to it, man. Ohio State Northwestern first up. We've got Ohio State minus 20, maybe minus 19, depending on your book. Uh, well, it's going down because uh, yeah. like when I did when I did this, we had a 20 and a half um, neutral site game, Indianapolis. Uh, don't believe there's going to be any fans in the stands. So none of that really plays. Um, look, this game, there, there's a lot of hoopla about Ohio State, whether or not they get into the playoffs, whether they're deserving or whatever. And to some degree, I feel bad for the Buckeye players because none of this is their undoing. Right. They they're not the ones that canceled the games. They're not the ones that miss. Ohio State's actually managed their season, managed their team quite effectively. It's been their opponents that have given them problems. Northwesterns ran into some of that. Um, you know, they're they're one bad loss away from this actually being, you know, possibly a playoff game for them. But this is all about Ohio State. Justin Fields is not in the conversation for Heisman just because of the lack of games. But uh, this is an opportunity for the Buckeyes to impress the committee. It's the last chance they get. Um, and we're going to talk about Texas A&M later because they're kind of in the same boat. They've The committee's talked about possibly bumping undefeated Buckeyes out for the Aggies. So now we get back into the old school football where you got to impress the voters. I think that's what this comes down to. I'm really surprised that that line is moving, getting better for the Buckeyes because I think – they're going to just throw caution to the wind and maybe even go for 60. I like Ohio State to cover. I'm going to bet Ohio State. Mm, okay, got you in. It's a lot of points, man. It's a lot, a lot of points. But I think they can and can actually cover it. I'm, I'm with you 100%. I want to bet Ohio State as well. I think they can cover probably about 24. That seems to I be... Think, I, think it could be I think it could be even worse. <laughs> you, think it, you think it's just going to be that big of a massacre? 
think they're they're just going. To, they're literally going to have to run up the score. I think. It, it, in no disrespect to Northwestern, if this was being played in the middle of the season, I, I really think it'd be a little closer to the vest. But Ohio State, I mean, the, the guns are blazing. It's really what I'm expecting from them. Well, let's hope you're right because I'm, I'm I'm jumping on a minus twenty as well. Uh, total in this one is, as you alluded to, we got some high totals, fifty-seven. Well, we're going to go back on on what I said. I really think Ohio State, I mean, the 40s is actually going to be low, I think, for what Ohio State does. But their defense has not been impressive by any stretch and against a really mediocre, not even mediocre, it's been a bad conference in the Big Ten. Ohio State has only notable win was Indiana, and they gave up a ton of points to them. I think they will give up some points to Northwestern. I can actually see Northwestern probably even getting into the, the low 20s. So um, this is an overplay for me. I'm going to bet the over. going to bet the over. All right, gotcha. And I don't like the over in this one. 57 seems too high. Even if, you know, even if, if uh, Ohio State scores 40, I'm just not sure that Ohio State's going to or Northwestern is going to score the uh, 17. That's my big concern. I, I think they're going to really be coming out guns blazing and try and lock down Northwestern. So yeah, I like the under here. We're on opposite sides. Okay. <laughs> it's typical on the totals. <laughs> there it is Texas A&M playing Tennessee. Uh, A&M opened up minus 13 and a half. There's still 13 and a half at Pinnacle, but 14 pretty much everywhere else. Yeah, this really isn't that marquee of a game. It's not a conference championship or anything like that, but it is another opportunity for A&M to impress the committee. I, I really, with everything that's going on, particularly the Cincinnati Bearcats, I'm really kind of personally upset that the Aggies are in this conversation. They're not in their conference championship game they got absolutely ran out of the stadium by alabama uh it's not anything like they're not a good team but i just don't feel like they're worthy of being in the playoff consideration the committee has decided otherwise they've consistently had them at the number five spot so much like ohio state i think that the biggest reason i have this game on the list is because it is a bettable game i think the aggies run up the score tennessee this is one of the teams I was actually right about, right in a, in a wrong way kind of thing. But they were preseason ranked, and I really couldn't understand why. They made me look like a genius with just an absolute shit performance all season long. I think they get ran out of the stadium. Um, this is going to be another massacre. I'm betting the Aggies. Gotcha, in. going to bet them. I'm leaning that way. I couldn't quite get over the hump. I'm not sure. I don't know what to make of Texas A&M. You know what? I, I'm just going to say it. I, I'm not sure how good they are, honestly. So I'm going to lean there. I mean, they should blow Tennessee out, but I did have some occurrences where Tennessee kept it within 14, kept it like, you know, they lost by 13. So like, like their four losses yeah, before yeah. their that big Vanderbilt win. But before that, they were getting just oh. absolutely crushed. Well, you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Yeah. A little too, too rich for me on maybe trusting Texas A&M. So yeah, it's just a lean for me. Uh, 51 that's your total uh, again I'm, I'm going over i think this is one of those things where the aggies might try to get to 51 all by themselves and if you look at tennessee's history they could get to 51 all by themselves this volunteer team is not very astute on the offensive side and almost worse on the defensive side so i like the overplay again i'm gonna bet it got it leaning the over on this one i don't want to bet it I, I, I do have it going over but just not enough for me to be comfortable with so, leaning the over here. And we're not on opposite sides at all. 
I'm a betting fool. I got, I got, I've been chastised for just being a professional leaner. Like I'm a betting fool tonight. You chastise yourself. <laughs> See, no, you, you usually do it. <laughs> All right, Oklahoma State, or excuse me, Oklahoma Iowa State Sooners minus five and a half. Yeah, so this actually is for a Big 12 championship game. Oklahoma pretty much is there every single year. I think a lot of people are surprised that it's the Cyclones uh, who are there. Um, They've had some nice wins. They had that opening night really bad loss. Um, But it doesn't look as bad now that you've seen um, what Louisiana has done uh, this entire season. So, Iowa State, they've played very, very well. Both of them are coming on massive winning streaks. Um, But I just don't trust Iowa State's offense to keep up with the Sooner offense. The Sooners have just been clicking on all cylinders. I think this is another chance. They're not going – nobody's going playoffs here. But there is big money and big bowl implications here. I think the Sooners will take their crown as the Big 12 champion once again. Uh, And I think they can cover the five and a half. So I'm going to bat Oklahoma. There we go. I'm with you. I like this play an awful lot. I do think the Sooners cover and win. I think they can almost win by, you know – I don't, want to, I don't want to go too crazy here, but I think they can win by almost two touchdowns. I think uh, 10 this, to 14 wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I do think that's going to be the range we're looking at Oklahoma winning. So, man, Iowa State, I, I, it doesn't necessarily surprise me they're playing for the Big 12 title. It's just that number six next to their name. That's what surprises me. Number that, six. Yeah, yeah. That, what is the committee seeing here? Yeah, come on. Come on. I'm really confused. I am too. All right, so we're both betting Oklahoma, Boomer Sooner, 58. That's your total. Yeah, so the, one of the things about Oklahoma is that it's very noticeable that their offense has been re- generating a lot of points. Uh, but it, it, you look at the offense and you kind of ignore the fact that their defense has been playing much, much better. Um, Iowa State kind of has like a ceiling that they can get to, and I think that is why we're thinking this could be a two-score game. Um, so 58 really seems like a big number to me. I like the under here, but only going to lean it. Only going to lean the under. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to throw in on the over here. I think <laughs> I think there will be some points scored. And I do think I mean I think the majority obviously is coming from Oklahoma, but I think Iowa State's going to, you know, I think they're going to put up some points too. So I I expect a lot of points to be scored here over. All righty. Sir, Louisiana Lafayette Coastal Carolina. Uh your boys minus 3. So look, this is this is just a fairy tale story, really, for both teams. Louisiana's only loss is to Coastal Carolina, so th- this is a rematch um, for the conference championship here. I think Louisiana's got a little bitter taste in their mouth. They they wanted that win. Everybody wants that win when you're facing an undefe- undefeated opponent. The stats are fairly even. Like it, it was a close game when they played. Um, Coastal Carolina has really picked it up though they they took that out of nowhere game with byu uh where they weren't favored they won that game then they took on a pretty decent troy team after that they won that game um they've been challenged and they're going to get challenged here again but look i can't get away from the it's just a storybook that you you got to have the fairy tale ending um so i'm not real confident on it louisiana can't play with them but i'm going to lean coastal carolina minus the three okay got you in yeah, I'm going to lean them as well. I actually have it probably right about a dumb push, so yeah, I can't bet it, but I am going to lean Coastal Carolina, mostly because it is the feel-good story. I want them to win. I'm rooting for them. 
That's he, the thing. It's just you got a rooting interest in the game. You got to be rooting for him. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, total in this one is fifty-five. Fifty-five. You know they they played really close the last couple times. Um, both of them have very very good defenses. Uh, if you look at Coastal Carolina's games against BYU and against Troy, they were on the lower side of the scoring. So I feel like this is going to be a defensive battle that the offense is really, really going to have to fight for some points. So I'm going to lean the under here. Leaning the under here. I'm on the same boat. Wow. Leaning the under as well. I I, I don't want a total on this one because again, the way I look at it, Vegas has got this, this game nailed. It looks like dumb pushes across the board. So yeah, I'm just going to lean the under here. Yeah, it's really almost not a bettable game. I, I, I can't yeah. get to either side. I'm just kind of leaning the favorite here. I feel go. better about that total, really. Well, there you go. You're going to bet it if you feel that good? Nope. No, nope, I don't feel that good about it. You're no rich. I can always get rich to do whatever. Yeah, he's a pushover. <laughs> <laughs> Boise State. San Jose State next up. Uh, Boise State is minus six and a half, and it hasn't really moved a whole lot. Uh, it hasn't moved. Um, you know, Boise State just has the one loss, but it's a big loss. Like BYU absolutely just took them out and beat them, just just beat them and beat them and beat them some more. Uh, San Jose State comes in undefeated. Neither one of them played uh, a very big schedule, uh, six games each. This game is neutral site. It's going to be played in Las Vegas at UNLV. It's not at in in Vegas or at you know the Raiders Stadium, but uh, so a neutral site game. Um, you know, Boise State has been kind of like the mid-major king now for about a decade and a half, maybe even longer. Um, you know, the, the Broncos have just always been that mid-major looking to get into one of those big bowl games. San Jose State, uh, you know, they've got some quality wins in there, one of them being going to Hawaii. And it just seems like when you play Hawaii in Hawaii, is just one of those really tough places to play, the time zone difference, the travel. So that, that's a big win for them. I can't get away from the six and a half. Uh, I've looked at Boise State, and, and I just don't think this is yesteryear's Broncos. So I'm going to take, take the undefeated Spartans here, but only on a lean. I, I like them to keep it closer than the touchdown. So I'm going to lean San Jose State plus the six and a half. I'm going to lean Boise minus the six and a half. If it was six even, I think I'd probably pull the trigger. It's really close. Um, but I, I just can't get there, and the hook is kind of scaring me off. So I'm going to bet the dumb Bluefield playing team. <laughs> Not bet. Lean. I think I, I, I'd like another hook. I'd like another half on there. I might take San Jose with plus seven. Plus seven? All right, well, there you go. Six, it's Arch. Seven, it's Panther. Uh, 55? That's how close it yeah. is. It, yeah, it, that's really, really how close it is. You know, it's so many of these games, and pro, yeah, that's probably why I have a hard time towards the end of the season. <laughs> it seems like the wiggle room is almost gone. Is this, the is, wiggle room is gone, and then we get more knowledge. I think I feel like the more you see these teams play and the more information we get on, on their offenses and defenses, we can play. We have more informed um, decisions that we can make. Yeah, but the nerds in Vegas are also most, more informed, too. So it's a double-edged sword there. A little bit. Uh, 55 and a half. That's your total. Uh, yeah, both these teams can score, but both of them have decent defenses. The only outlier is that BYU game. Uh, San Jose State's no BYU, so I'm going to lean the under here. I'm going to lean the under here. Yeah, I'm going to, you know what? No, I can't do it. I keep looking at these numbers. I'm going to lean the over here. Can't bet it, but no, I can't do it. I'm trying to talk myself into it. I just can't do it. I'm going to lean the over here. This is going to be 
It's going to be tight. <laughs> if you bet this game, your asshole's going to be puckered by the end of this one. Well, something really, yeah. <laughs> Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Alabama, Florida, next up, tied, minus 17 at Pinnacle, minus 18 in my bookie. You know, I, I don't know if this is an overreaction because of that stunning, embarrassing loss that Florida had last week, um, or if Alabama really is, you know, 17 points better than the Gators. I, I, I got to think this might have been closer to 10 before Florida just absolutely laid that egg last week um it took all the sale out of this this game like this was this was a playoff game to make the playoffs and florida kind of stole that from us here if you look at alabama scores i mean mac jones been throwing the ball all over the field they've been running up points i mean in the 50s and 60s every single week against sec teams the florida teams the gators score quite a bit but their defense has been gotten to on so many different occasions I look, Alabama is going to score a ton on this Gator defense. Um, I, I, I hate saying this, but Florida's uh, Alabama is going to cover this game. I, I'm betting Alabama minus 17. I'm leaning that way. Ugh, I'm, I'm right there. I'm, I'm right on the line of being able to bet it, but I just can't quite get over the hump. So I can only lean Alabama to 17. I'm kind of relieved at that. I really don't want I didn't want to lay 17 points. <laughs> Although I think Bama probably does, they probably will cover it. Uh, 74 and a half. That's your total. Ugh, it's even going up. It was 74 when I was doing my notes. This, this is crazy that you have SEC football. This is where they played defense a few years ago. Um, like everybody, you know, maybe it was Joe Burrow and LSU last year. I don't know, but everybody's just throwing the ball, score. Like I said, Alabama has just been scoring right and left. I, I think Alabama does their part whether or not florida can get their points against that alabama defense is the big question but i think alabama probably takes the foot off of the gas at some point um florida's gonna backdoor cover this this total not necessarily the the game spread but this total i think florida will get some points on the board so i'm gonna lean the over Mm, that's a lot of points 74 and a half any kind of stumble any kind of slip up 
and it's it's not going to hit it. I'm going to bet they're the, averaging ninety. They're averaging ninety yeah, points yeah. combined on the offensive is, side. Ah, Florida's going to show up. They're going to they're going to get them in the swamp. Uh, <laughs> under bet. I'm going to bet the under. I do oh. think I think Alabama's going to score forty four. I'm not sure Florida's going to be able to keep up. I think Alabama scores fifty or sixty. <laughs> well, okay, there you go. If they score sixty, then yeah, whoops. Oh boy. Uh, what do we got next? We've got Tulsa and Cincinnati. You're looking at Cincinnati. You can still catch Cincinnati minus 14 if you need it, but it looks like most books have it at 14 and a half. Yeah, so these last two games, we're going to be talking about respect or the lack of respect for a couple of teams. One team's getting a lack of respect coming up. Yeah, there's two of them. Uh, Since, you know, the the, the line isn't a lack of respect here. The lack of respect's coming from the committee. Uh, Cincinnati hasn't been able to play because of COVID issues, whether it's through them or their opponents or whatever. But they're not playing, and they're still dropping. They're getting leapfrogged by two lost teams. Uh, Cincinnati has done everything right. Like, their offense scores at will. Their defense is one of the best in the country. I know we can't say... Look, they're not they're not playing power five schools, but really, is there a difference between Tulsa and Central Florida and Nebraska and NC State? Who gives a shit what conference they're in? They're taking them to the woodshed. The respect factor is going to be called out here. And the committee, um, I don't know what they're going to do with the Bearcats. They've made it very clear they're not letting them in the playoffs. But Cincinnati is going to take a stand. I feel bad that Tulsa's standing in the way. But this is going to be a – I think Cincinnati's going to do everything they can to turn this into a blowout. I'm going to bet the Bearcats minus points. Don't feel bad to anything that happens to anybody from Oklahoma. I'm just saying. Well, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bet Cincinnati as well. I think they can cover the uh, the two touchdowns in a hook, the 14-and-a-half and the four – well, obviously the 14 – but that's probably about it. If this creeps up to 15, 15 and a half, for me, it's a no bet. You got to lay off it. But if you're catching 14, 14 and a half, do it. Cincinnati's going to roll. Agreed. Total in this one is 45. Shockingly low compared to all the other games. Well, shockingly low, but compared to, you know, Cincinnati's defense, they only give up 15 points per game. Only one team has gotten to them. And that was Central Florida. And, and you know, that, that was a really highly competitive game. Central Florida is a really good uh, mid-major team. But, um, look, I think Cincinnati is going to roll. I think Tulsa will score. I think they'll get maybe 10 or 14 points. Um, but I think Cincinnati gets into the 30s or maybe in 40 themselves. So I'm, I'm going to lean the over. going to lean the over. I'm ever so slightly on the under. Not in a bet, just as in a lean. I'm just going to lean the under in this one. I do think it's going to be a defensive struggle. Uh, well, a struggle for uh, Tulsa, especially. I, I, what are they going to score? 10? Maybe 14? 10 or, I, I, yeah, 10 to 14 is about all they're going to get. Mm, yeah, it feels like an underplay to me. All right. Last game on the list. The rematch. Clemson, Notre Dame. Clemson opened up minus 9.5. They're minus 10 at Pinnacle, minus 10.5 at pretty much every other book. You know, I actually didn't pay much attention to this this game. I, I mean, we knew it was coming, but I wasn't looking at the line or looking at anything until I was getting ready for tonight's show. And then I saw the 10 and a half, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? 10 and a half? I mean, the, the disrespect for the Irish right now is just off the chains. Um, now, now, they didn't beat the shit out of Clemson by any stretch, except in a couple areas. 
Clemson can't run the ball to save their life against that Notre Dame defense. They didn't, they couldn't get 30 yards on the ground against that Notre Dame defense. So DJ Ukulele had to throw the ball like 50 times. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what Trevor Lawrence is going to have to do. Travis Antien could not run the ball on the flip side. Notre Dame was shoving that ball down their throat. Ian book had a really good day passing the ball, but they ran for over 200 yards. Kyrie Williams, the, the running back for Notre Dame, when Clemson blitzed and he was in there, he was 11 for 11 and picking up that blitz. A lot of times that things don't get talked about that running backs and, and fullbacks and these other guys have to do, but Notre Dame does the extra things better than most of the other teams in the country. And they kind of have to because Clemson, like, uh, like I'm not taking anything from Clemson. They've got the elite athlete. They got the four and five star recruits. They've got the guys, but the, the disrespect that Notre Dame's getting on this 10 and a half point line. I just, I don't get it at all. I won't be surprised if Clemson wins. I won't be surprised if both teams get in the playoffs, but if Clemson loses their ass better not be in the playoffs. That's some horse shit, but we'll, we'll cover that after that game's over. But Notre Dame's keeping this within 10 and a half. I'm betting the Irish plus 10 and a half. Betting the Irish. I honestly don't know what to do here. Notre Dame loses by six. Notre Dame loses by 14. That's the two most likely scenarios I got that came out of this whole thing. So I can't, it's about 10 and a half, doesn't it? <laughs> I can't lean. Yeah, it does right about there. I can't bet Clemson. I'm leaning Clemson minus the 10 and a half. Can't bet it. Hater. I can't. Fucking hater. I go with the numbers. Hater. I go with the numbers. I don't even have to think about it. I just do what the numbers tell me. I'm a zombie. Clemson, minus 10 and a half in a lean. No, it's disappointing. Last regular season game of the year. 61 is your total at my bookie or 60 flat still at Pinnacle and bet 365. Uh, yeah, I saw it at 60. Um, I thought, thought we were going to say it's going up there. I look, I, I know that it went in double overtime, so that inflated the score. Um, lots and lots of points. Uh, Primetime game, 8 o'clock. Well, this one's not. Like, it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon. They're starting in the daylight. We're going to shift over to evening before you even get to halftime. I don't know if that means anything but i really feel like with so much on the line the thing that scares me is the bigger the game the more brian kelly doesn't you know just throw caution to the wind i was so pleased with his play calling and everything that happened with that game i don't know if he'll do it twice in a row i hope he does but something tells me this one's gonna be a little closer to the vest i'm going to lean the under i like the underplay an awful lot and I'm lifting the moratorium here. I'm I'm going to bet on a Notre Dame game. I'm going to bet the under. I don't have this coming in anywhere near 61. I've, I, they're, they're not even sniffing that. 55 is like the, the ceiling I have this game at. So I like the under here an awful lot. God, I hope Notre Dame shows up to play some defense. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, look, to get that over, you're looking at both teams getting that you know, 30 points. And, and I think one of them might get to 30. I just don't know if both of them are going to do it this time. So that's why I like the under here. Two best offenses in the ACC versus the two best defenses. I mean, something, hopefully nothing, hopefully nothing's going to give. <laughs> hopefully it's going to be a tight game, an exciting game, no blowouts and under 61. That's all I care about. Well, what you, what you want to don't, don't want it to do is do what it did in the first game and go to double overtime. And then it's going to go over. Well, yeah, that's true. I don't think this one's going overtime. I don't think so. All right, man. That's it. That's the entire. This is it. We survived 2020 regular season college football. 
Uh, that is it. It's been fun. We kind of kind of miss Dr. Earns, but, you know, it does definitely shorten the show. <laughs> yeah, by about 60 minutes, it shortens the show. <laughs> yeah, he's having him around like doing an NFL show with four of us. But, uh, yeah, you know, if you guys are going to bet on any of these games, you guys have got to support our sponsor and get over to my bookie. Um, you know, this is so exciting for us here um, at Absolute Degeneracy to have a sponsor. So I assume you guys are here. You're betting on these games. So please uh, go to my bookie. Use the uh, code absolute dgen they're going to match your bet with a 50 percent match so you bet 200 they're going to give you 100 uh, get on there and uh, please support our sponsor because they're supporting us um get on the website get on the app get on twitter instagram facebook everywhere tell your friends about us share your your uh winnings your losings your information whatever you come with but let us all know what you're going to do when you bet these games because i all i want us all to make some money fools information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations under no circumstances will the owner operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents